Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Rethink Retail podcast. We are here at NRF 2023. My name is Melissa Minko, and I'm the Director of Retail Strategy at CINT, which is a digital consultancy. Joining me today, I have Martin Urotia, Head of Experience and Innovation at Lego, Global specifically, so massive. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Um, just enjoying NRF. Can you know, describe how exciting it is to see that people are coming back, retailers coming at, at the best. A lot of interest, a lot of great conversations, and happy to see that retail is evolving as fast as it has to. And there's a lot of good talks about uh, innovation, experience, digital, and I'm sure we'll, we'll go to the details we'll now. We'll touch on all of that. Yes, but yeah, yes. people are really coming back. That's an understatement. Your presentation yesterday was standing room only. It was one in, one out, and high demand. So congratulations on that. Very, very cool. Um, the first question I want to ask you today is how much of your role is dedicated to digital innovation versus how much of your role is dedicated to brick and mortar innovation? Well, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's a good question because we, we have a different approach in, in, in the Lego group. We first of all, of course, we, we deliver on the two areas, on the physical and the digital, but we, we, we try to, to, to put it under a bigger umbrella of the experience. So how are we going to do that? And I, and I could only think on a metaphor. So were you going to cook something? How much time do you spend preparing versus, you know, Ooh. chopping? Yeah. So we just we see what is the best experience? Mm -hmm. What is the, um, the, um, the memory that we want to create? And then how do we deliver that? And then once we, we, we have that, you know, vision mm -hmm. and what do we want to create, then we cut that into the physical elements, into the digital elements. We work with both. Yeah. Uh, we try very often to, to have um, a mix, a blend between the two. But um, sometimes we go with one, so why we go with the other one? Because there's also constraints that we need to be conscious. In retail, um, we, we have a different environment. Sometimes it's, we don't have internet access. Sometimes the Wi-Fi, you know, if we're in a basement, is not very good. Right. So we just need to look into how do we deliver that experience in the best way and then combine. But we, we definitely work on both physical and digital. Yeah, so kind of 50-50 split, you would say? Uh, not that okay. yet. The, first of all, that's the other part. Um, probably I, I, would, I would say a little bit, a little bit more physical instead of digital, okay. because um, it's interesting in retail we see that due to the high number of visitors, the location, maintenance, operation, digital could be important, but also we, we also find that the physical experiences trigger the memories oh, okay. and create a, a, a higher engagement yeah. and, 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 and a connection to what you're doing, and of course. Digital should be a layer. Mm -hmm. So it's probably more on the 60, 40, 70, 30. Okay. And it depends, of course. Sure. No, that's super interesting that the category kind of lends itself a little bit more to physical engagement. Yes. yes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, segueing into then, what role does digital tend to play in a brick and mortar experience for Lego? It's, it's a very important role because, first of all, we need to acknowledge that that's how we are today, right? Sure. We all look uh, on, a, on a screen for a map or we have a book with recipes, but then we complement that with a video. So we are switching on and off. And that's the way we see the experience. It's not only this or, or, or the other one, it's a mix of both. So we, we, we we're bringing uh, digital to the stores because also we know that's the way children play today. Right. They are you know, sometimes on a screen, but then sometimes they, they, they leave that on the side and they go and build something with Lego bricks or they go for a football class. So we have this on and off, yeah. constant in and out uh, approach. But of course, we want to bring that because there is great tools that now they are available. So instead of bringing digital as something that is forced, we see digital as an as enabler. Mm -hmm. 
of many activities. For example, now we have uh, all of our guests coming in with a computer in their hand. Oh, wow. Smartphone. Right. So should we, you know, use that or not? Then depends on the occasion, but we right. definitely are leveraging all those digital tools. So you are tending to see people in stores still bringing their smartphones in to kind of maybe look at the site or see how they would engage with the Lego products? Yes, and, and, and of course, that there's, there's some evolution after COVID because yeah. we know sometimes we feel more comfortable with our own devices than yeah. taking something right. that has been in different places. So we, we, are, we are creating that uh, interesting QR codes are back yes, at their absolutely. best, right? Yeah. Something that we thought it was going to pass. We see that trigger through the, the pandemic with menus and information. So we see a lot of those tools coming in, but we, of course, um, want to encourage that digital express them, level as the tools, but also again, some of our, our new Lego, Lego sets yeah. have a digital experience behind. For example, we have a line called Lego Art, mm -hmm. and then it includes um, kind of a podcast or a soundtrack oh, cool. with a special notes on a, a narrative That's on the so set. Cool. So imagine you are building you know, um, a set and then you will hear some music that will get you in. Yeah. You will actually hear the designers or a narrative behind it complementing. So is that replacing the physical? No, but it's complementing and right. creating a deeper experience for everybody. Yeah. You can live without, but if you do it, and that's the way we also see the stores, you can come in and add digital layers mm -hmm. to enhance, but we need to keep that, that baseline experience yes. that doesn't require all those add-ons. That's very cool. And how do you kind of differentiate your innovation strategy for retailers versus your own D2C stores? That's, that's a great question because, you know, they're different. And yeah. I, um, I actually I don't get that question as very often. So that's, that's okay. a, good, a good, good one. <laughs> uh, we, 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 yes, differentiate, but not. So we, we, we um, at least in, in, in the office, we call it keeping the, a consistent smell in the bakery. Okay, I love that. You, know, yeah. you come in and you should feel that I know this place. I'm coming home, yep. I'm coming to the Lego section, the, despite where it's located. But of course, when we come to digital, there is some caveats and, and conditions that we need to say, probably one of the biggest ones is uh, internet access. Right. That's not, it looks common, but it's not always uh, available. Yeah. The other difference that we have uh, is that in, in our Lego store, we have a fantastic store team that will help us to facilitate, uh, curate, yeah. uh, answer any questions. So when we look into digital experiences, when we are speaking of our, uh, our um, uh, shopping shop yep. or third-party activations, we do have digital because it is important. Mm -hmm. But when we come to our own branded channels, the Lego branded channels, we go to um, a different level sure. because we know we have the team that is going to help us to present, yeah. facilitate, and, and even maintain this better. So there's pros and cons, but we normally uh, take the decisions based on the support and the operation and, and, and the additional uh, components that we could bring in our own stores. Yeah, I love that you mentioned the sales associates because considering them brand educators is so important, right? And they really are representing your brand. So that's very cool that you're bringing up that part in your role as well, how intentional it is. They are our rock stars. I you know, um, uh, my team, to, to, to be honest, we could do the best innovations. Yeah. But you know, uh, it's like producing the best guitar or the best piano in the world. Right. If you don't have the artist that will play it, it's a great analogy it will too. always be in a box. Yeah. All the experiences that, that my team and other fantastic teams that we have in the company create, they, they will not be as good if we don't have the store associates totally. taking them and embracing them and using, using them as a tool to, to, to start a conversation, right. to meet our guests, to greet them, to hear how was the experience. So the store associates are our rock stars. And, and actually, as part of the innovation process that we have in my team, 
very often we come to the regional meetings and yeah. ask them for ideas. Oh, cool. There's a way that they could send us feedback. Oh, what cool. is working, what is not working. And um, the most difficult one is that um, when you hear that something that you really believe was going to work, right. you hear the feedback that is not as exciting as what you thought. Yeah. But we need to listen to who is in the front. Right. And um, we love the engagement. Fantastic. If you have a chance to go to a Lego store, love you will yeah. see the service. We have um, top industry at NPS, mm -hmm. meaning that all of our fans that come and visit the store, they enjoy. But they are just you know, fantastic ambassadors for the brand. That's wonderful. So you just mentioned NPS. I know you're a big metrics guy. What are some other KPIs that you're thinking about all the time as priorities? Yes, uh, definitely NPS is the most important one yeah. to measure engagement and excitement uh, that we could do. However, I must say that the experience part is not that easy to measure because I mean, how could we attribute um, a good moment right. to a purchase or to an intention? I mean, of course, we, we, we do some test and control. Mm -hmm. We do research. We have interviews. Yeah. Uh, our associates, again, they're, they're our, our ear in, in the ground, yeah. listening to the feedback from, from, from our guests. But it's difficult to, um, to connect that. So we definitely put a lot of attention on NPS, yeah. feedback, and then also uh, test and control. Yeah. We still are, are trying different ways to measure it. But um, we, I wish I could tell you this is how we measure the impact on the smile. On the other hand, yeah. um, you know, sometimes we need to believe right. and listen to the feedback that we get. Believe on what you're seeing. Right. Believe on, you know, on the impact you are creating. So, for example, if we know that our, our guests today are having a great time, mm -hmm. that means that our store associates are enjoying their job. Right. And if they're enjoying their job, probably they're sending this back to our guests. So it's, it's a lot of uh, metrics and, and measurement. Yeah. But that believing on that big idea. Mm -hmm. and, but on the other hand, also, as I mentioned before, listening to the feedback. And, yes. and if it's not, then let it go. Yeah. But that's a constant evolution of the process. Yeah, We're never standing one. still. Right. I love that loop idea. That's really yes. important for sure. So last question. Honestly, this could go on for probably 20 more minutes, but <laughs> I know your time is precious and I appreciate it. So last question. What are you most excited about in terms of some upcoming projects? Wow. There's, there's a lot. So I, I could tell you, I'm very excited, first of all, on, on the journey that we are uh, taking in, 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 in the Lego group up of play. We're, we're exploring different areas on how to play physical, digital, uh, passion points, yeah. making sure that we listen to our audiences, making sure that we have new products. So I'm very excited about that, but probably where we're putting our biggest effort now, it's to, to celebrate play more in yeah. the stores. We Great. know that uh, if you want to inspire the builders of tomorrow, mm -hmm. play is a way to do it right. We all play and imagine yeah. sustainable cities. We all imagine playing you know, and building fantastic parks, and that comes through the Lego brick. So I'm, I'm very excited about all the new uh, upcoming uh, activities that we have in play, but also on product personalization. Uh, fantastic, you know, work from my team, very proud of that. We managed to create a concept, for example, the minifigure factory, cool. where you could come to the Lego store and within eight, nine minutes, you could design and produce your own minifigure in the store. Simple. We also have the mosaic maker. So personalization, not on the offer, but personalization of products. Yeah. It's something that uh, has uh, been super well received by our fans and a couple of other things coming. So stay tuned. Okay, we're so yeah, excited yes, to watch this yes. space. Thank you so much for taking the time today. I loved getting to know you and hearing what's going on in the future at Lego. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you for listening to the Rethink Retail podcast. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. And if you're interested in being a guest on the show, apply at rethink.industries slash podcast guest. That's rethink.industries slash podcast guest. Follow us on Twitter at rethink underscore retail and show some love by subscribing, reviewing on iTunes podcast app. Until next time.